Welcome to the first episode of this series on building a seven-figure brand. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. What I wanted to do in this series was walk you through behind the scenes as I create, launch, and scale a brand to a seven-figure level. And what I mean by seven figures is at a million a year in revenue, then breaking that down, it's about 83,000 a month. And then from there, breaking that down to a daily revenue number, it's around about 2.7 to 2.8K per day. So in this series, I'm gonna be walking you through the process as I build one of these brands and we take it to 2.7K a day in revenue. And what we're gonna be using for this series is the brand Solar Garden. And I've mentioned it before in some previous episodes. It basically is a brand where we sell solar garden lights. And if you heard about the story of the brand, where it all started, where it's at now from previous episodes, I'll just do a quick recap. Started Solar Garden in November of 2020. Had it live for about I guess three weeks, then our ad account got disabled. And then from there was on pause until February of 2021. So a few months back. And then from there decided, okay, let's relaunch it. Let's have another go at it. We scaled it for about five weeks. You know, we started small scaling up the spend and it did 62K in revenue in that five week stretch. So we had some really profitable days. We're on the way up again. But then we just hit cash flow issues and the supplier didn't have enough stock available in the Australian warehouse. And, you know, we started having to ship from China and that's not what we wanted for shipping times and the customer experience. So decided again to pause it. And now we're going back into it for a third time round. So what I really wanted to do in this series was document the process of relaunching the brand, walking you through exactly how I'm doing it, what I'm looking at, all of the pieces that are going to come together and also any issues or things that come up along the way that I can sort of share my insights from or experience when it comes to scaling this brand back up to the level it was before. And when it comes to building a brand, I like to break it down into three parts. The first one is the creation phase. So this is finding the right product. This is developing the USP, the brand why, understanding who the ideal customer is, you know, building the store, getting all the marketing copy ready, everything, you know, the creation phase. And then second is launch. So how are we going to launch it? What's our ad strategy going to be? What creative do we need? Are there other ways that we're going to launch the brand out there and bring lots of traffic in and start getting those sales. And then from there, the third part is scale. So from the scale phase, we then want to take everything that we've done before, ramp up that ad spend, maintain really good profitability, and then make it more of a powerhouse brand rather than just a small drop shipping store. So I'm going to be walking you through each of these steps and every nuance of these. I'm not going to be holding anything back. I'm literally going to be showing you behind the curtain as I build this brand. And I think this series is going to be really, really cool because I'm going to be able to show you everything. I'm not going to hold anything back as I go through this process. So in this first episode, I'm going to be talking about the creation phase and going back to the basics. And really, like you might be saying, okay, this brand was already live for a few months earlier in the year. It was live for five weeks. There was already sales there. It's not a brand new brand. So that's correct. Obviously, I'm going to go back and address some of the things that I neglected earlier on when it comes to focusing on the product benefits, the brand why, you know, building out a strong ideal customer avatar, all of those bits and pieces. But of course, there already is some traction there. There already are customers. We had 900 orders, I think, over that time period. And so I'm still going to be starting from 
that point, it's not completely fresh. And in a future series, I will be actually building brands from complete scratch, from absolute zero, going through this entire brand building framework, walking you through every step. But I think for now, this is gonna be a really good point to hop in because I'm sure if you're listening, you either have a store or a brand that you're already trying to scale or you know take to that next level, starting to get more sales. And so I think this is a really good point to start with because the product's already proven. It's got a decent brand around it, you know, good branding, good styling. We've got our ideal customer sort of down packed, you know, most of the way there. And so I think this is a really good point to enter in because I'm sure it's not too dissimilar if you're listening in, you might be in a very similar situation with the brand. And so I'm gonna be walking through, first of all, in this episode, the creation phase, the initial preliminary pieces, and also sort of my action plan and what I've been working on when it comes to Solar Garden and getting it ready for launch because we're looking at a launch date of either later this week. Uh, so when this podcast comes out, it's gonna be you know in a few days time or early next week. So that's where we're at. And we're gonna move into the launch phase and I'm gonna be sharing my sort of relaunch strategy, what we're gonna be doing to get those initial sales and get that traffic back into the store, which has been obviously turned off for the past couple of months. So let's go ahead and jump into the action plan. And as I said, I'm not holding anything back here, nothing at all. So this is everything that I'm doing to relaunch this brand, everything I'm doing to build it from the ground up again and get it back to those three to 5K days that we were having consistently before. So the action plan, the first part is creating the ideal customer avatar. So I've actually gone in, I use Notion for all of this planning out and you know creating these templates. So when you launch a new brand, you can go ahead or a new product or anything at all. I like to go into Notion, structure it all out, rewrite our ideal customer avatar you know, go through all of the pieces that I'm gonna be sharing in the rest of this episode. So I'm looking at the ideal customer avatar here for Solar Garden now. And a few of the questions that I really like to ask, and I strongly encourage to go back to these, even if you've already got a solid ideal customer avatar, or you feel like you really understand them, I strongly recommend going back and looking at all your answers, making sure that you're really living that and you're asking yourself constantly when you create a new piece of creative, when you look at readjusting your store structure or launching a new product, always run it through the lens of the ideal customer. Would they want it? Is it gonna solve their problem? And if it isn't, then it's not worth doing, in my opinion. So these are the questions that I have in the sort of ideal customer avatar. The first one is how would you describe the niche? Who are they? What demographic are they in? What do they call themselves? And what would others call them? So for Solar Garden, we've got Carol is our ideal customer. She's an Australian female, aged 50 years old. She has a passion for gardening and outdoor living. And in terms of some interests or what she would actually call herself, a gardener, home enthusiast, a decorator, um, and she wants to buy Australian products. And we've noticed that it's predominantly a Facebook audience. It's where we've been able to connect with Carol the most over that you know, smaller sample size a few months ago when it was live. We saw that most of the sales were coming through Facebook and I guess we we're running most of the ads to a Facebook audience anyway. So that's what we found. Moving on to the next question is what is their current situation? So where is Carol at right now? And so what we've written down is that Carol spends Sundays gardening, spends time in her garden, improving it, you know, removing weeds, you know, planting new plants. Their garden is dimly lit at night by low quality lights that keep breaking. So lighting their garden, they're always working in it in the day. And you know, during the day, beautiful summer's day, lots of sunshine. It looks amazing. But then when it gets to nighttime, they've got bad lights in there. Or they've just forgotten about them because they've just 
bought them like a year, two years ago, and I've just forgotten they're there. And so her current solar garden lights are broken and she lives in Australia. So the temperature and climate fluctuates and garden lights end up breaking. So she ends up buying these cheaper ones because she doesn't want to spend a fortune on like a really ridiculous garden light setup. She wants good ones, good value for money, but her garden lights end up breaking because she spends money on these cheap ones. They just don't last. They end up breaking. And so that's her current situation. That's where she's at right now. And why is this current situation painful? How would they describe their pain? and how would others describe their situation and pain as well? So these are, first of all, the three first questions we're asking ourselves when trying to figure out who is that ideal customer. And there's loads of other good ones in here as well. So I'm gonna breeze through these. I'm gonna say, what is their desired situation? Why is their desired situation better than their current situation? How does our product help them get from their current situation to their desired situation? What are some concrete benefits our products bring to them? What are our target market's highest values in relation to the product we are selling? What are the three most important things to our niche? And what are the three least important things to our niche? So just going back, I just wanted to walk through each of those questions and I use these every single time. I have these as a header and then I give dot point answers to every single one of these before even thinking about building a store, launching a brand, launching a new product. This is the foundational piece. And so heading back to the next question, why is their current situation painful? How would they describe their pain? We've said their garden is a reflection of themselves and their own self image. They want their garden to look amazing, neat and have that wow factor. And they really enjoy receiving praise for their garden. They want that validation that what they've been doing is worth their time and it really looks amazing. Their current situation is painful because their existing lights are broken or lackluster and they're a bit embarrassed when people come over and there's really no easy easy solution to replace them. Otherwise going and getting more cheap ones or they've got to fork out a fair bit of cash to get some other ones that are you know, better quality, but they just don't want to do that. They want something that's good value for money. They want a good product that's going to light and show off their garden. And their existing lights are broken. So that's obviously the root pain is that there's too much of a hassle to replace them or change the batteries. And so what is their desired situation? Now that we know where they're at, why it's painful, why it's frustrating, why you know, really what that core reason is, now we wanna know where they wanna to get to. You know, what's that desired situation? And the desired situation we said is that their garden is amazing. Carol's garden is, you know, brings her a huge sense of personal accomplishment. People are commenting on the garden, could be friends, family, maybe even the neighbors. So it's that validation again and pride in the garden. So she walks out there, she's doing her garden and she, you know, sits back at the end of the day and looks at it and is like, this is incredible. I love it. And when she sees, you know, Better Homes and Gardens, the show or looks in magazines, she can look at their gardens and say, hey, mine's actually at that level or even better. And that real sense of personal pride and accomplishment. Now, why is her desired situation better than her current situation? More social validation, more personal sense of accomplishment, more pride, and she's more happy. Garden looks amazing, which equals she's more happy, which equals a better life. I know that's a huge overgeneralization, but fundamentally that's what we're aiming for. And improvement in social status. I think this one's a key one, getting compliments from the neighbors about her garden and about how well it's lit. You know, these amazing lights that turn on at night when everyone else in the street, it's all dark. Like, her garden is really standing out. It's amazing. You can see it. It's beautiful. And again, that's really deep sense of personal accomplishment. Now, I'm not going to go into the rest here. I read out those questions that I like to go into to nail out that ideal customer avatar. So whenever you're launching a new brand or a new store, 
I definitely recommend building out that ideal customer avatar first. You really wanna understand exactly who you're selling to better than they almost know themselves because I'm sure Carol isn't thinking about the social validation she gets when her neighbors comment on how great her garden is. But if you look deeply, that might be a contributing factor into why she spends so much time on it, why she wants to make her garden amazing. It's more than a hobby. It has that value inside. She's really proud of it. And so you really want to understand your ideal customer almost better than they know themselves. Now, moving on to the next part, once you have that ideal customer avatar, what you go ahead and do, and this is sort of following the method that I'm using, is create the brand why. So you've got the ideal customer avatar. And I find that a very difficult thing to do when it comes to drop shipping is differentiating yourself from the competitor because realistically, anyone else could grab a product, they could go ahead and sell it. If they don't have an exclusive partnership with a distributor or a wholesaler, it's gonna be very difficult to differentiate your product and it's gonna be very easy for competitors to come along, go ahead and start selling the same product and try and do it better. So I really like to understand the brand why, what it's all about, what our differentiators are. And this is what I like to ask myself. I break it down into three areas. We've got the contribution, we've got the impact, and then we've got your why statement. So the contribution, the two questions that you wanna ask yourself is what is the main problem you solve for your ideal customer? You also wanna ask yourself, what is your desire contribution to the world or your market. So first of all, to the customer and then to the greater world, you know, customer on a micro scale and then taking a step back, looking at it from the macro perspective, what is your desired contribution to the world? And then moving on to impact, what effect do you wanna have on your ideal customer's lives? And then again, that's the micro. And then the macro is what change do you wanna make in the world or your market? So micro, macro for both contribution and impact. And then from there, you have your why statement and it's basically a template where it says, we exist to blank. And then you go on and say, so that we can blank. And so in the first part, you insert your contribution. And then the last part, you insert your impact. And so into those two placeholders, you've just built your why statement, which is something you can use on your about us page. You can use it in some marketing copy as well. You can use it in your ads if your brand is more of an aspirational brand. And so that's where you can really make the most of your why statement and what your brand stands for. So for Solar Garden, when I'll just go through the contribution bit here, what is the main problem you solve for your ideal customer? And the main one is improving their garden with garden lights that never break. And so that's the main problem that we're solving for Carol. And then if we move on to impact, what effect do you wanna have on your ideal customer's lives? And this sort of comes back to the avatar and some of the questions that we were answering there. And what was said is improve social standing. So feel more proud about the garden, feel more confident in it, have more outdoor celebrations. So this is something we thought was an interesting angle. After looking at some of the comments we're getting on the ads, after looking at some of the reviews, having more outdoor celebrations because you're so proud of your garden and you've got these great lights that are adding that wow factor, which when you're outside, you wanna show off your garden, you have the family over, you know, it's a, a beautiful night and then everyone's just admiring the garden. And you know, it's just that real sense of accomplishment and also peace of mind knowing that the lights will never break. So that's the effect we wanna have is that rain, hail or shine, your garden is gonna be, you know, vibrant. It's gonna be bright. It's gonna look amazing. And so that was another, you know, thing we wanted to highlight there. And then we grabbed the bits from that. Obviously there was those two other questions that we asked as well, but in the interest of time, I don't wanna, you know, go into ab absolutely everything and you know bore you with the minor details but the why statement so the why statement for solar garden is we exist to give Aussie gardens renewable lighting and have that wow factor so again that is the contribution that's what we want there so that we can move towards a more sustainable tomorrow so that's the impact that we want to have 
And so that's the brand why. Now heading back onto the next part of the creation phase is developing the USP. And so for Solar Garden, these are the questions that we we'll ask ourselves again. And you see the templates that I like to follow and that I've built out is very much, we've got the core topic, which is either the ideal customer, the why, the USP development, the product benefits. Those are the core things. And from there, I have a series of breakout questions where I leave dot point answers that help me formulate the marketing copy, help me formulate the ads, help me formulate everything to build the brand. And so with USP development, the questions that I'm asking are what makes your brand unique? And I think the very, very important thing about USP development is the differentiation factor. The fact that you're competing with a lot of other, if you're a dropshipper, a lot of dropshipping stores out there where there isn't really anything different between products if you're selling the same thing. It all comes in how you position it to the market and your unique angle you take to talk to that ideal customer. And if you're running a full-fledged brand, then of course you're gonna have competitors, people that are selling a similar product to you to the same target audience. So developing your USP and really nailing this on the head before you go out and start you know, running ad campaigns and creating ad creative is gonna allow you to speak to that ideal customer in the right way, to really resonate with them and make your your brand appear more valuable, more desirable, and your products to stand out when put next to your competitors one. So this is a super important exercise. Questions I like to ask myself are what makes your brand unique? What value do you offer your customers that your competitors do not? And based on the previous answers, what is your USP? And so these are the questions I like to ask. And to breeze through these for Solar Garden, I said, our garden lights don't break. They're incredible yet durable design, featured in press, loads of reviews, huge social proof. So that's what makes the brand unique unique. And then what value do you offer your customers that your competitors do not? Premium brand experience, incredible product at a low price, free shipping, 100 day free trial. So that's the extra value that we offer. Now, based on your previous answers, what is the USP? So based on what we've said that makes the brand unique, based on our ideal customer and what that desired situation is, and sort of what value we actually offer the customers, formulating this USP, this super punchy one-line USP. And from here, basically said Australia's highest rated garden lights that never break. That was a USP. And another example was stunning solar garden lights that never break. And so those are some USPs, some key lines that we could use as like the website copy. This could be on the banner text of the main homepage. So that was the USP development. And once we've got that down packed, we then move into turning features into benefits, completing the apex predator exercise, and creating the brand guarantees. Now, I'm not gonna go into these in this episode. I'm gonna be walking through those in episode two. So if you do wanna make sure that you check those out and walk through this entire process of building a seven-figure brand from zero, for, you know, starting from scratch and building it all the way up to three to 5K days again. I know we have to hit 2.8K a day consistently to go ahead and hit the million a year mark and make it a seven-figure brand. But we were getting three to 5K days pretty consistently before we had to pause. So I want to scale it up to that point again and push it well beyond that. If we can get up to, you know, five to eight to 10K days, then we'll be doing really, really well. But I definitely want to make sure that the profit margins are still there and that we focus on building community. We then go ahead and get custom packaging and all of these bits and pieces, which I'm super excited to share with you over the course of this series on building Solar Garden up to a seven figure brand. So as I said, I'm going to be revealing absolutely everything. There's nothing off limits. And so I'm going to be walking through every single step of the way. And in this 
this episode. I hope you got value from seeing the three preliminary steps of creating the ideal customer avatar, creating the brand why, and developing the unique selling proposition. Because these three pieces, you know, I come from a background where I always had to create videos that got results. I always had to create video content, whether it was for an e-commerce brand, but before that, for local companies and brands, that we really had to understand what is that core message and who is that target customer that we're speaking to. So my background was always in trying to communicate that value proposition, that USP to the ideal customer in the best way, the most engaging way possible. So when it comes to understanding that ideal customer, if we didn't understand them, then we couldn't communicate to them in the right way. If we didn't understand why the brand existed, then we're not gonna be able to have conviction in what's being said. And if we don't have a unique selling proposition, and it's just like everyone else, if you just run a brand that's like everyone else, then how are you gonna stand out? How are you gonna step above what your competitors are doing? So all of this, you know, I've done it previously in the past with video work and with launching smaller stores, but I think now bringing it into e-commerce, I found this to be the best approach, you know, getting a brand from zero to, you know, three to 5k days as quickly as possible. And so that's why I'm super excited to be creating this series. So in the next episode, as I said, we're going to be going through the three final pieces of the create phase. And then after that, I'm going to be walking you through the relaunch strategy and sharing our exact step-by-step -step formula that we're going to follow to relaunch the brand, to get it back to those three to $5,000 days and then scale it beyond that. So I'm going to be showing you absolutely everything. And so if you did enjoy this episode and you want to follow along this series, as well as other content that we post every single day, there's a new episode daily, whether that's an interview with industry leaders in the e-commerce space or where I walk through behind the scenes, what we're doing with Video Ad Creative, growing our own brands and giving you as much value as possible. I definitely recommend subscribing. I would really, really appreciate it. It would take you probably three seconds to hit the subscribe button. And then from there, you'll be able to follow along every single day with these new episodes. So I really do appreciate you tuning in for this episode and I'll see you in the next one.